welcome to the Latte Dog's Content Creator Cast. I'm the host, Duke Latte the Latte Dog, and I'm joined with... Uh, hi, I'm Ku, and I'm joined with... Uh, this is Scorsi. We're uh, together, we're the Hoffsley Podcast. Yeah! Hooray! <laughs> but, and I would like to start this up podcast off with an apology, because for being a bit late to the own date we... to the time we described. Anyways. Yeah, dude, he's, he sucks. Can you believe uh, it? So terrible. Such a big meanie. I can't. I can't even. I can't. Unfollow me. Anyways. Okay, so let's start off the first Let's start off with the first question I usually give. What names do you usually go by? If there are any other names, if you can claim any pseudonyms, pseudonyms like... Uh, I don't know if you had an alternate account uh, that you used to do work with and uh, you changed or something like that mm. that you would I, like people to recognize. I just I just want to say something first. I think since we're two people, we're going to talk about each other a lot. Whenever a question yeah, gets yeah. asked, Scorsi, you answer first. Okay. Me first? Oh, uh, okay. So my name is uh, like Scorsi itself is the only name I've ever used online. It's not like my actual name, so it's the pseudonym that I, you'd yeah, be so. looking for. Mm. I haven't used anything else like ever, so. Mm. Yes, yeah. I see. How'd you come by that name, by the way? Um, when I was about seven, I made up a fake Pokemon, and that was the name of the name. Or well, there's a lot more name. to it. There's the name of the Pokemon, but uh, it was like a frog cat thing, and. I liked scorpions, and it's just like a cute, shortened version of scorpion. I see. Yeah. I I, I made my name to uh, to a company. My first name was originally the Latte Dog, really, and I'm uh, I made the name just basically after making a a pen tool Photoshop picture of what resembled a walking dog, and then having <laughs> uh, and then added a. Uh, and then added a, a coffee a cup to that thing. <laughs> yes. I can actually show you the original one if you want. But yeah, anyways. that'd be great. Oh, I'd love to see it. How, how about you? Um, my real name is Brandon. I'm an author, so I have to put like my real name everywhere. Uh, but I go online by Ku, which is a shortened version of Muruku. The reason for that is my first internet friend I had online, his name was Kohi, which is like Japanese for coffee. Mm. And then the dude just disappeared. So, like, my way is, like, a way to remember him, if that makes sense. I see. I wonder if one day he's going to find it and be like, it's him. I found him. He still lives. He's alive. <laughs> it, oh, I just watched your name and, like, <laughs> it just reminds me of that. Like, I remember it. That's your name. It's <laughs> great. Okay. So that's like. So let me see. Yeah, what other? And um, let's go. What do you create? Is the second question that I usually ask. I mostly draw on the internet. This is the first thing that's not really drawing that I've been doing hmm. with Ku. So. Uh, very different, but he's doing a lot more of the work, so I'm doing the art for it. 
and uh, you better fucking say that. It. Are we allowed to swear on the podcast, by the way? Is this eighteen? Yeah. Don't worry, you can swear as much as you want. Okay. Woo-hoo! I don't wish. Yeah, no, he does all the work. I just draw it and talk like an idiot. <laughs> yeah. So. And, yeah. Oh, do you have any follow-up questions for that? Um. How about? Uh, yes, you mentioned that you were an author, Koo, right? Yeah, I write dumb books. I see. I've tr- I've been trying to write stuff as well, really. Uh, I'm currently working on one story. Uh, uh, it's supposed that it's going to be turned into a book, and called uh, "Idol: How I See Me." It's essentially. I imagined it to be a trilogy. Really, it's mm-hmm. a, a. If you wanted. To, I'm sorry if you don't want to hear what my no book no no is no about, I'm I'm but... actually interested so no, that's no, why no. I'm going mm. go ahead okay it's a essentially it's sort of imagine taking inspiration from a from comic book heroes and imagine it's sort of what and semi dystopian you could say but not really imagine uh, there's a lot of stuff you need to imagine you see this um, is really cute it's like everyone's like uh, it's dystopian. Yeah. <laughs> my first novel was also dystopian okay it's not eh. it's not quite dystopian but not really anyways um uh, it's about a girl that becomes a superhero really um okay. through this organize through this organization of a government sort of extension of the police really of these people known as character officers uh and mm. it's it's about her struggle, really. Like, what what struggle. percentage is she the only one that has superpowers, or is it no, percentage? Sh- of no the one has superpower. No one has superpowers. It's just uh, the oh, reason okay. why. Essentially, the history behind it is, um, and during this recession, a what is known as what I like to call the knife spike, eh, eh, in crime rate, really. It, it's because. Uh, it spikes so hard that it looks like a knife, really. Okay. Uh, and uh, what happened was uh, the uh, all these um, costume superheroes started coming popping up, really, and they essentially the um, the pol- government decided that they would incorporate them into the police force, sort of like uh, with the thing called the Vigilante Act. That would introduce that would allow these people to work with the government to uh, fight superheroes, and due to these people, their official title being character officer, after the kinds of characters that they would come up with. Yeah. And uh, and they sort of got like this idolization thing going on and they they even have their own conventions and such that started cropping up with them even a japanese high school where they train and become the best hero i see <laughs> and then eventually they have to enter a hero league which is being dominated by a person that has a particularly powerful punch i see a very okay very you can imagine okay i see you're taking I see you're seeing through an influence of mine, but anyways, I love One Punch Man. <laughs> Waiting for another season. I haven't read them all. 
haven't read ahead that far in the manga, but anyways. Um, what can I... Oh, what kind of novels do you like writing? What kind of stories? Have, do you write short stories as well? Uh, no, I try and put like one novel out per year. Mm. And they're, they're generally like, I think of the ending in one night, and then I plan the story around that way. Oh yeah, that's pretty much how I thought of the entire trilogy of, of novels that I expect, really. I yeah. thought... Yeah, I imagined an ending but i and it was going to be one book and then i thought i have so much story that i might need to put into three books but i haven't even completed one book for so me anyways. the the problem is that my my story is so condensed i struggle to have enough words in it like <laughs> the whole book there's no fluff in it and then mm. i have to add fluff afterwards to kind of make it like so there's a breath of air in it I see. So, so I could never write a series. Never, ever. I have to write a single novel each time. I, I um, see. The, the kind of books I write are generally emotions. So my first novel was uh, isolation, anxiety, loneliness type of thing. Mm. And my, my second book, which is about a girl that joins a cult because she's bored, is just about, like, you know, boredom. It's generally the day I start writing the book, the feeling I feel the most is what I just write the whole story about. Huh. That's interesting. Um, my, What I like to write uh, about is um, I like to write train of thought a lot, really. That's one of my mm. favorite things to write. Um, uh, have you ever read like uh, uh, modernist stories and such? You know, um, stuff like... Uh, Great Gatsby, anything from James Joyce or um, like early 1920s stuff. That yeah, I've, I've read The Great Gatsby, but not yeah. much. I honestly don't read too often. Yeah, me neither. I, the the re most recent book that I picked up is The Art of War by Sun Tzu. Yeah. Uh, and that's not really so much as a book as it is a guide. <laughs> a guide for killing let me see uh, I actually have it beside me um, the great general must be possessed of wisdom honesty, benevolence, courage and discipline that's and that's must also have a huge cock <laughs> the biggest not, dick I don't know that might be in the, uh, might be hidden within the, you know, that's the Chinese the extended, translation. The version, yeah. <laughs> that's the uh, editor editor's notes. <laughs> they were like they were like this is a really good book except for all the dick talk. We, we might need yeah, to we need to we out. need to hide that away somewhere. I see. Put it put it in the <laughs> put in, in the, the epilogue. <laughs> um, yeah, okay. my my favorite like books are just Philip K. Dick. He wrote Do Androids Dream with Electric Sheep? And Ubik and the Man in the High Castle. I see. So if you, if you want to see what like my type of feeling to writing is, if you read any of those, or let alone mm. read my books, <laughs> don't fuck him. He's dead. Read my books. Read your books. Of okay. I'll see. Thank you. I'll try. I'll try. Uh, how many books do you even have out, by the way? Oh, just one. Uh, I started last year, and then. Oh my. Every year after that, I'm going to be publishing one. I see. 
Puss goes here. Hmm? Oh yeah. I, no, I, you guys can I, talk all you need. We can talk. I use. I typically uh, have a bunch of. Uh, most of my writing comes in short stories, really. Mm -hmm. Uh, and poetry. I I like to write a lot of short stories and poems. Uh, I have a hard time actually trying to focus on a longer story. Uh, because well, between time constraints is just that element of where. Where do I get the motivation from to actually continue this? But yeah, anyways. I hundred percent understand what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, in college, like, because I took writing in college, also, you you have to do a story every single time you come into class, mm. and it's a really good feeling to just make something in a couple of hours. It's like it scores. You. Imagine you wrote, you no, know, imagine you worked a year on one painting. Mm-hmm. You got no feedback that whole time, and then at the end of that time, like what you get back is not that much of a response if you post it every single day. Yeah, writing has that same similar type of dopamine feeling to it. Mm. It's like you're yeah. edging for a year. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. It's not fun sounding. That's <laughs> not. <laughs> edging is bad enough, but an entire year—that's. <laughs> Ugh. Be as blue as that girl from Willy Wonka. <laughs> I see. Interesting stuff. Uh, okay. Um. Here's a, a one that I usually. How have you? How long have you known each other, by the way? Ooh. Um. Probably about a year and a half now, isn't it? No, no ways. I. The reason I met Scorzy was he was the person that did the cover for my first book. Um, mm. And that the book came out March last year. So maybe two months before that? Ooh. So January that's... 20, 2016? That's, that's pretty cool. I recall... Uh, yeah, I meet a bunch of friends. And uh, just... Spy, uh, spotting them through, like, I recall I met a guy called uh, Agitated Riveting. Uh, he's a Russian guy, artist guy, who did uh, one of my things. Also did one of my uh, a book, my book cover for uh, the... Actually, actually, he did... A better example would be the... Uh, yeah, the cover of the podcast. If you didn't notice, if you noticed, yeah, that. I just the, the I just looked it up. Dogger, right? Well, he doesn't look angry. He looks like he's, he's coming thinking. for you. He looks like he's coming for you pretty hard. Well, I do have the art of war right next to me. So look at this. Look at this fierce dog. <laughs> <laughs> he just linked the image of the least fierce looking dog. <laughs> Oh, yeah. that was my. I don't know, man. If a dog is blue and it's looking at you like that, I'm scared. <laughs> I think about. I think. How about this? I. How about this image? Um, let me see. Give me a second. Let me that find. is a saturated blue. How about? How about this image? Yeah, that's the one I was looking at. Yeah. It's mm. cool looking. Yeah. It, it it feels very like Russian Cold War. Feels like the posters that you would see. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, my, 
Yeah, my friend uh, made agitated made it for me really, and uh, through him I actually met a bunch of the people that he met and it talks about that he talks with. So same, yeah. same with same with me and Scorsia. I met him by pure chance, and like some of my best friends yeah, now I, are just yeah. people he knew. Yeah, um, he. Yeah, the reason you know the reason why I, I started interacting with him. Oh, I followed him on Twitter. He asked mm. me why did I follow him. <laughs> <laughs> All I had to do with Scorsia was throw a lot of money his way, and then he said, "Okay, I'll be your friend." No. Mm. <laughs> So that's how you do it. Sounds like you bought friendship. <laughs> it's almost like that's exactly what happened. Hey. Huh. Well then, I see. That's an. <laughs> see. Uh, what made you exactly? Uh, I know you initially paid him to, uh, make your out, uh, your book coveries and since you just told me um what initially what was the reason that you guys just decided to stick with each other or did you already mention this uh that's that's hard to say who's um, nice to talk to <laughs> yeah maybe he changed a lot of things that i used to think about and he makes me think better so i leech off of his success and fame so <laughs> it's it's a pretty equal relationship Oh yeah, definitely. Great. In, in 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 reality, like I love him to bits. Scores <laughs> is a wonderful person. And but like I don't know, it's just a lot of tiny instances that have led down this road. Yeah. So for example, like one day out of the blue, he invited me to a Discord with a bunch of his friends, and we just you know because it was an open level of communication that wasn't like as distant as Twitter, we could talk more. Mm-hmm. And then eventually, I joined a voice call, and then eventually, it's you know. I'd, I'd, I got into a, a Skype. My friend Agitated get, got me into a Skype group with a bunch of his friends. But most in that Skype group, during the call, most of them were speaking Russian, so I didn't really get to, t- uh, to uh, talk too much. Yeah. Russians are scary, dude. Yeah. Uh, I, I know it's some nice so Russians. Great. But their it's language so... just scares the hell out of me. <laughs> all I, all I like, know is CSGO language like Naleva Naprava. It's and like they speak space bar and the space bar is Ah Suka Biet. Suka Biet I don't know. Rush B. Oh my Rush my... no stop. Yeah. I I didn't really start uh getting to know a, a bunch of his friends until I joined VK, uh which is or essentially Russian Facebook, but better, I guess you could say. <laughs> okay. I need, I need a reason. I mean, this. it's not it's not hard to be better than Facebook. It's yeah. It has me. It's it's like Facebook, but it has a bunch of music as well to it. So it's all oh, cool. So it's like SoundCloud, but with Facebook elements. Vicontacte. Yeah. Uh, El Conte. Con- oh, V Contact. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, uh, my, uh, the friend of mine, uh, Heavy, he, uh, thinks it's, my friend Heavy thinks it's so annoying that, uh, uh, the Suka Biet is such a, a meme, I guess you could say. He doesn't find it funny, really. Well, your friend (laughs) must, 
because he's he's Russian, so... Yeah, but I mean, like, they say it so often. (laughs) If you say one word a lot, people are going to pick up on it. Yeah, I'm assuming in CSGO, I haven't really played CSGO, really, so... um, It's a bunch of people getting mad, so you can understand why that word comes up. Yeah, (laughs) I can totally understand that. Uh, it's also the one word that's said louder above every other word. So it's like, oh shit. So, um, let me see. I have a quick question. Do you edit these things, or do you like, if there's a super awkward silence, do you uh, keep it in? <laughs> depends. Uh, depends. Uh, how long and awkward is it? Depends. <laughs> um, mostly. Most of the podcast is mostly unedited, really, but uh, I may just change that up a little bit. Um, for this one? <laughs> possibly for this one, and possibly because I want to increase my production value, but whatever. Yeah, but I, I did the same about thing that? recently. I bought like a slightly better microphone. Yeah. What microphone are you using, by the way? Uh, Corsier headset, but it's got like the built-in mic. Scorsier you say that really cute. Corsier. Um, because his be audio is a complete pleasure to edit. <laughs> Whereas mine beforehand was like, there's this constant. So if, if you Maybe cut, I if have you, some if, sort of weird setting set. If you, if you cut anything out, it's like there's a gap in the, in the static, which sounds odd. I see. So you... like I, I had to replace the static with fake static to make it just not sound as awkward. Do you not? And uh, do you, uh, did you try the noise reduction thing in Audacity? Yeah, but, you, but it you doesn't lose work. The giggles. I see. <laughs> I and see. I, I, keep I often, the thing is, if you if you listen to our podcast, we've, I've said this on the podcast on our one already, is Scorsi laughs openly, whereas me, I, <laughs> I laugh like very subtly. So I look like such an asshole. I see. So if, if I uh, cut out the very little times I do laugh, that's gonna look like a complete robot. So yeah. Anyways, <laughs> I've tried. I want. I listened to like the first episode of the podcast. I I would have. I was wanted to listen to all of them before I started talking to you, but uh, time constraints. Yeah. yeah also, the podcast is bad. So. <laughs> Dude, it's like the worst. I do the next episode though. It was great. The the one that I have to do art for right now, that is, is great. <laughs> I yeah. like that episode. Sometimes I feel that way about. Sometimes I feel oh. that way about my own podcast. But anyways, I'm good. Dude, it's the eighth episode. We could name it rated eight out of eight, mate. Oh. We could also not do that. Yeah. Dude, we yeah, should. That's an alternative option. But <laughs> should you though? Episode eight. I rated eight out of eight, mate. Hmm. Mm. Lots of eights. Yes. Gotta get eight eights in there so we can. Surely the dankest of content. Dude, if yeah. we get eight eights in there, we could reference Homestuck. Kinda Come on, man. Kind of, kind of reminds me. That uh, kind of reminds me of Vlad when I first met him. Uh, he was just re- uh, back when I first met uh, another one of Agitated's friends. Um, when I first met Vlad, he was quoting iDubs memes to me constantly. It was the only, uh, it was the only <laughs> English I understood from him. <laughs> Anyways. Mm, as long, uh, me, as, long as you know the, 
uh, I'm gay. (laughs) (laughs) I have osteoporosis. (laughs) Yeah, that. Those are relatively new memes. At least within the year. Yeah. Adapt is always fresh, though. Yeah. Yeah. Like fresh summer ham. You know, most memes are on a plastic bag, whereas his memes are, like, canned. So they're, like, they're in the fallout shelters. They're, they're grapes. They're good when they're they're good when you first pick them, but they're still decent when they're still ra- when they're raisins. I that is if, if you like if you, if you if you like raisins. But anyways, you can also turn them into wine and get drunk. So yeah, <laughs> dude, I love to get drunk on memes. That's the only kind of drinking I do. <laughs> it's gonna change in November, boy. Uh... It's cool, but it's also scary because I've never been drunk before. <laughs> I'm gonna force you to have so much alcohol. It's gonna be fun. We we've never met before in person. I see. But I'm gonna fly up to him across the country. Yeah. Touch his butt. The the drinking age where I come from is 18. So a couple months from now. Oh, you're you're 17. Yeah, I'm 17 right now. Uh, baby boy. I know. I'm small boy, fresh boy. You're See, we, fresh. We, could, we could cause a we could cause a crime right now. How does that feel, Scotty? How would we cause a crime? I don't know. Uh, we have a seventeen-year-old dist- boy in the call. Distribute. I don't know. You could be distributing. What could we do over the internet that would cause them trouble? Uh, I, I think uh, a distributing things. adult, uh, d- distributing adult materials. That's Give one thing. Uh, Give me a second. Porn. <laughs> <laughs> you could just porn.com uh, <laughs> well you could just uh, send me art that Scorsese did but anyways true no, but I want to make, make sure I want to make sure the crime is 100% done there we go dude there is a porn.com I did <laughs> who owns it oh my god it's <laughs> great oh this isn't gift, dude are you ever really scared to google porn and, just in case you might see your mom there it horrifies me to no end. <laughs> Can we change it's the more... subject, man? <laughs> I don't know, dude. Can you? I'm sorry. <laughs> Go ahead. Change it. Yeah. Ask a question. Okay. <laughs> what? Are you working on any current projects, short-term and long-term? I know Scorsese's working on a few. Well, um... Hmm. Well, this is obviously considered a a project, but it's a lot less of like, uh, you know, you make something over a long time and then you show up. It's more of slow building because it's the podcast. But um, uh, a friend of mine is a game developer and I'm going to probably do some art for him as far as like like tiny animations in between because it's it's like a pixel art game. But he likes my style, so he wanted to... uh, have me do like little animated like bits in between for cutscenes. Um, other than that, I have. Do, wait, uh, do you have do you have an estimated release date for that? No, I do not have an estimated release date okay. because we mainly just have the character made right now. Um, I can actually show you a picture of her. Uh, Did I break your train of thought? Yeah, my train is gone. Well, you're working on your art, which comes out every week. Yes. Every day, almost. I'm, yeah, I do at least draw, like, one piece every day, you know, at the least. 
Um, and I'm uh, Koo gave me a nice little idea that I'm going to be trying probably starting next month, so in like two days or so, where I'm going to make little pictures of one of my characters who's well known. Her name is Chelsea. And because I normally draw a lot of lewd stuff with her, I'm going to just kind of draw her in her life. Like, you know, like uh, at school or in her house or doing potion stuff or anything like that. Just kind of cutesy things about her. And I'm going to just put it together and try and make like a little storyline. Because the issue with the character, if I may speak on your behalf, yeah, go ahead. is that it's an interesting character, but everyone requests only lewd art of it. So, so it, it, its personality isn't really established in yeah. so much sense. Because if you ask anyone, oh, what is Chelsea? I know she's a cute sheep. It's like, okay. Yeah. But in reality, she's like a... Uh, I don't, what's, not, what's the opposite of a wizard? A witch? A mage? Yeah, the witch or mage. That Neither of those work. Yeah, anyway. The wizardess? But yeah, this know. is the... Uh, I just sent a picture of the girl for ah. the game. The one on the far doesn't, right is the finalized version. Yeah, it doesn't translate too well to voice, but uh, she's got like purple hair, blue eyes, some nice little gold clips in her hair, and she's got like a spacey kind of outfit. Are you allowed to give away the name of the project? Uh, I don't know the name of the game right now because everything is still in the air. We've mostly like made the character. Shit. Yeah, it's you know before anything. Okay. Well, this poor this poor developer is not going to get a link to anything. Rest in peace, their exposure. <laughs> we'll talk about it later. Don't worry. Good job, Scorsese. Yeah, I ruined it for everybody. You fucking suck. Woohoo! Is that it? Okay. You see? Uh, I'm interviewing him now rather than you. Come on, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yes, anyway. that is it. Do you, want, do you want to know what I'm working on? You want, I would like to know what you're working on, but anyway. Uh, second novel called Melancholia. This podcast, I used to be working on like a hundred things at once, but now that I have like a full time job on top of everything else, I'm like, I'm a social media manager for a tech company. Ooh. So I, I get paid to tweet. <laughs> uh, I, and then, other than that, I'm just, yeah, just my books. I'm, uh, I'm just a, uh, funny. I just do the grunt work in my IT section, really. You know, moving the computers around and such. It's still, still a fun job, though, at least. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, my mom. It's a pretty cool job. It pays decently. <sighs> no, no. Definitely not. No living wage, but whatever. Yeah. Like, um, I'm, I'm, I'm social media manager, but I'm also head of uh, customer support. So if I have a problem with something, I'm like, fuck. <laughs> Do I ask myself the question? What do I do? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I see. Um, I just basically say, what are my orders? Okay, move this guy's computer to this, uh, to this place. Mm, install this software on this computer. And uh, move this person's phone from one side of the desk to the other. The thing is, a lot of that people don't know how long that's supposed to take. So if you you can easily sneak in an extra twenty minutes, or you're not doing anything between that. Hmm. That's beautiful. Yeah. If something takes twenty minutes, you're like, oh, yeah, I spent forty minutes on it, <laughs> and I wouldn't know. They'll be like, oh, cool, thanks for fixing it. 
the thing is, uh, things often do take that long, honestly. Okay, well then, push it to an hour. Yeah, I just... Just... It... Yeah. Sometimes it's like... I'm gonna get get fired if my... (laughs) My boss listens to this. And I'm probably gonna edit that I said that out. (laughs) But anyways... Uh, as long as you add like a comically long beep and then say I edited that out then that's fine <laughs> then people are going to wonder oh shit what did you say oh where, where what are did the he say <laughs> what did they say no one knows but anyway well, to this two, day. Pe- two people know two people have, do you know have to, you have to take them out yeah um, how do I um, uh, how do I assassinate people over the internet again uh, yep. do you take you, a flight uh Oh wait, I'll just um, <laughs> let me see. I have Tor installed on my computer. I can uh, find someone there. I think. Not to kill people. <laughs> <laughs> uh, random bunch of characters. Onion hitman site. Uh, uh, one thousand bucks to for each other's head. Anyways. One thousand dollars for someone's head. That is cheap. Yes, Dude, it, it is. Dude, that is actually cool. really. Che- that is actually really cheap. That's usually somewhere around twenty thousand. Actually, I'd yeah. usually say fifteen for just a normal person. Uh, well, I don't know why it's twenty thousand. Killing someone's so easy. Yeah, but you're getting away with it. But I mean, if anything. if you have no connection to the person, there's no way they'll find you anywhere. But if anyone is... listen to this podcast, if you kill some random person that's not close to your home and walk back to your house, no one will ever find you. You know, it's almost worth trying it. Disclaimer. It's not. <laughs> Do not try this at home. <laughs> Unless you're in England, because there's, like, security cameras everywhere. I've checked. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm from a British colony, by the way. Oh? Which uh, British colony? The Bermudian one. I... If I would... Have, if you say Bermuda, I have no idea where that is on a map. Uh, imagine by the United States, uh, around the same latitude of North Carolina... Oh, that's where the Bermuda Triangle is. I see. Yes, we're the head. We're the very top. You're the tip. Yes. Just. Just the Stop. tip. <laughs> Stop it, please. Stop. <laughs> okay. I, I, I'm looking at you on a map right now. I can well, see you. You're not looking at me on a map right now because you. I'm not in Bermuda at the current moment. Oh, well, where are you at the current moment? Hmm. That's disclosed information. That is classified information. Do you have clearance? Yes. I can only give you down to the state of Massachusetts, but whatever. Okay. I'm I'm currently in England. So. But I'm not I'm not English. I'm South African. Everyone says I says I have a British accent, but. Hmm. Yeah. Rico. Yeah, I find it interesting how um, accents change depending on what part of England you are from. Like how uh, different. If you li- do, you watch any? I watched a bunch of uh, a Northern English people, and it is English did, YouTubers. Did you, did, you just, did you just watch them? Like, oh, you yeah. just. I, just... I sat up my chair, I grabbed me a bucket of popcorn, and I watched the streets. <laughs> I watched the northern English people. I just did uh, it. On, on YouTube, I mean. Um, 
Yeah. A lot of them looked at me and said, why is that person watching us? <laughs> Isn't that what a writer does, though? Isn't that how you take from reality? Just sort of no, watching man, people you, on you the street? No, man, you just streets? have to activate Heaven's Door. No, what you have to do is you have to not experience real life at all and just keep reading. Cool, keep watching JoJo. I want you to laugh at my jokes. William, I will, I will watch JoJo when I watch JoJo. Which, wait, I'm sorry, did you make a fucking JoJo reference? Yes, don't. He hasn't made it all the way through, so I only I have, said the name, but he didn't even catch it, so oh, don't. What it, I didn't. I have a. I watched no. uh, up. T- I have only watched like the up to the, uh, the second episode of Stardust Crusaders. So, oh, I'm on episode uh, eight of Stardust Crusaders. It's like yeah. a spoil, yeah. Uh, evil puppet. Tee-hee. I anyway. just want five to start. Are you looking forward to any projects? Uh, like, if you're uh, working on some. If you're like projects that you're looking, that you are planning on working on but haven't started yet. Um, I don't fully know the question. Uh, is there any what? project in the near future that you aren't starting on yet, but that you want to work on? For example, uh, maybe you're doing an animated series or something. Mm. It's mostly the Chelsea thing, or writing any comic and. And all I, I like I don't know what you have to do for it to be considered a doujinshi, but I'd probably do something like that. A doujinshi. Uh, I imagine like twenty. Uh, doujinshi are like. Yeah, like I know man- what a okay. doujinshi is. Okay, cool. It's essentially like uh, it's like typically it's derived from a, a manga source, and it's like fan fiction in manga form. Yeah, from what I can understand. Well, you can you can make it with your own characters, I'm assuming, but yeah, it's it's generally comics that aren't produced by a mass company. Yeah, indie, pretty much is the word. Yeah, indie. Yeah. So Wattpad. So it's essentially Wattpad in paper form. Yeah, uh-huh. like if you went it's out to some convention often, and scanned out your writing. Yeah, often used for. Uh, Often used for fan fiction, but you can impose your own stories there. Yeah. Yes. Some One, one Direction fan fiction. Uh, Scores is excited to make a One Direction fan fiction. <laughs> I don't understand how that would work. Uh, what do you mean? How would that? Just, just look on. If what... a fan fic, if a fanship fiction only goes in one direction, uh, then it'll be completely predictable. Uh, yeah, yeah. I hate you. That's so stupid. Uh, <laughs> Zane, best boy. Well, let uh, me see here. Um, uh, I haven't listened to their music in forever. Let me see. Um, uh, here, a victory. A victorious also, leader plans for um, many eventualities before the battle. A le- defeated leader plans for only a few. Many options bring victory. Few options bring defeat. No I'd options like at s- all spell disaster. That was uh, another quote from The Art of War. I'm, I, th- I feel like I need it at the current moment. You know what? <laughs> I think Anyways, so. Anyways, uh, earlier today, while we were recording a mini-episode with a friend of ours... I asked two random numbers from uh, our friend and from Koo. I got 28 from Koo and... No, wait. I got 28 from them and I got 45 from Koo. No, reverse. 
Really? I thought you gave me 45. No, I gave you 28. What does this you have to do with anything? Okay. <laughs> Nothing. I just wanted to say that uh, oh, yeah? those were the numbers you gave. Yeah. Okay. In cool. one day, they'll be made use of, but uh, right now, nope. Oh, is it for a story or something? A comic or something? Who knows? Oh, that's very sneaky. Um, <laughs> Wait, did... What, what uh, I'm excited... Just... Yeah. Oh, sorry. No, you uh, go. Go ahead. Okay, fine, I will. Uh... <laughs> What I'm excited to work on is, um, I want someone to fall in love with my writing that is, like, talented, hmm. and then work on a project with them together. I see. So, like, I if, if I find an artist one day that's, like, really into my work, I would love to write a story for them. And then hmm. we can, like, do it, be a little duo team. I see. I'm currently... I'm currently collaborating with a my friend agitated for the webcomic things, but the thing is he's often always busy and yeah. and slightly depressed. So um yeah, get, it get it well doesn't agitated. it doesn't go it doesn't go as fast as it you would think. Yeah, and I also find like a lot of artists um no offense cuz here think mm -hmm. that they can write. So they're like why would I have someone else write a comic if I could just do it myself? That's silly. No, but you know, you know what I mean, though. Ever heard yeah, of Vivzy Pop? No, what is that? Vi oh, Vivzy vi yeah, Vivzy Pop. Yeah. Um, you knew, and are you familiar with the, since you're the one who recognized the name, uh, Scorzy, are you familiar with the, uh, the Bad Web Comics Wiki fiasco with her? I don't know about Bad Web comics or anything i just know that her comic is pretty good and that her art's pretty nice mm. yeah, there's a little <laughs> the bad uh, the, she got into a little clash at one point with the uh the bad web comics wiki i'm guessing they said her her comic was bad and she got mad pretty much that was essentially That's silly yeah and uh, it's like if someone walked up to me and said I don't like your art. I'd ask them why. If they gave me a reason, I'd say okay, and then I'd move on. The thing, or you improve yourself. The thing. Well, yeah, that's the, what moving on is. The thing is, they did give reasons. Uh, yeah. Just, of course, but she got mad. Um, well, there's, there's a she lot. Must, she must get over herself. Yeah. Uh, People always get mad on the internet. Yeah, my. I actually, uh, that's actually how I, I met the, uh, first friend that I actually met on the internet, which was, uh, her, uh the angry librarian. I, I met her through that, uh, whole fiasco thing. You have an episode with her, don't you? Yeah, it was my first episode. Mm, I knew the name sounded familiar. Okay. Yeah, uh, we, yeah, I met on her video response, uh, to this uh, to uh, Vizzy Pop's update, uh, she plans to do a reboot of the entire webcomic. Zoophobia is what it's called, by the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and just sort of broke down that I don't think she, mm. that um how her video was about how she was responding to how Vizzy Pop was planning to reboot the entire thing, and uh, she doesn't. And she didn't believe initially that she, Vizipop, understood the criticisms that were actually being lodged at her webcomic, really. 
or yeah. But anyways. <laughs> anyway. Anyone that listens to our <laughs> podcast would know that. We have we have uh, a friend named Lily. She's like precious. Hmm. But she interjects anyone's conversation with Anyway. <laughs> and starts her own conversation. <laughs> we need to we need to spread hate about her all over the internet. So anyway, too. Oh, dude, it's so fun. Do you say you have a place where you draw inspiration from? Um Ah, uh, there's like a lot because I know a lot of artists, but the the largest inspiration I draw from is a game that I'm actually currently on but not moving too much because I don't want to make a lot of noise uh, is Maple Story. It's really cutesy art style. It's pretty much what I was drawing for many years. And uh, huge influence. A lot mm. of things. I remember the good old days when we used to watch uh, Maple music videos and that was cool. Little animations and stuff. That's like it's like a mix of Japan, Korea, and just going to art school. Yeah. So it's not like it's not like those kids that just watch anime and try and <laughs> yeah, or mm-hmm. try and replicate it. Really. Yeah. Because yeah, uh, he has like the actual backbone of American art school yeah. behind it. I recall watching this video uh, called um, "The Real Reason Why Your Teacher Hates Your Anime Art." Uh, oh, by Matthias. Yes, his hmm. videos are so great. Oh, I'll, I'll check that out. Yeah, he goes into depth talking about how come people hate. Uh, you, you know the like normal artist thing where a kid's like, you know, oh my teacher won't let me draw what I want, or they won't let me draw in my style, or things like that. And he talks about how it's better to learn the bear like how how to draw something real. Because when you draw something style, you're like stylized. You're pretty much making it a mini, like a, a a lesser, not like a lesser version, but a changed version of the original. So you have to know how to make the original to make a change that doesn't look. Your whole, you know, your whole off percent everything becomes deformed. Yeah. So, so you, it's you, like you understand the base first, and then you put your own twist onto it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Very helpful. Yeah. But I want to draw anime boobs. Yeah. Dude. Draw real boobs and then figure out how to do it in the anime style. I can actually. Which there really isn't an anime style. (laughs) I mean, it's like thin lines, a little bit of bloom, some uh, pastel colors. I have a a question for Scorzy. I have an answer. I I don't think, like, your art. Just started in Maple, right? There has to be something that got you into Maple Story. Well, my art before then was like I started playing Maple when I was like 10, 11, 12, right oh, in there. Really? So I played it for many years. Um, I played it since it like pretty much launched. I missed it by like one or two years, I think. Mm-hmm. So but, I, can, um, I can understand now why you're so into it because like. Yeah. Someone coming onto it late, like 2017, mm-hmm. doesn't have like that magic of knowing the lore and all the years behind and everything. Yeah, because that's why I know that whenever I show someone the game, they're like, uh, this isn't actually that fun. Because um, 
you know, when I grew up with it, and it it was a it was a lot different, I guess. Mm. It's like someone joining bef- WoW now. Yeah, it's um, it's still fun today, and a lot of the stuff today is like, it's pretty much like if you drew with MS Paint for five years and then was given Photoshop. And uh, you had an option to play, like, to use Clip Studio Paint. But people just joined when they got Photoshop. They would say, screw that, I'd never like MS Paint. That sounds dumb and stupid. But, like, you have all these memories and that MS Paint was actually good. Yeah. So it's it's, it's not the best analogy, but, like... It's like trying to watch Pokemon now. <laughs> yeah. Pokemon's so cool, but, like, you try to watch it, and it's like, uh... Also, sub. You always want to watch it in sub. It is so much more interesting. Um, What was the question again? Your inspiration? Uh, Yeah, inspiration. Um, uh, Well, my inspiration is so fucking dumb to why I started writing. I was... I was given a free period in high school. No, yeah, no, in college. They they fucked up my timetable, so I had a big period of time. And that that persisted for a long time, where like I'd go in at nine, have a class, wait till three p.m., and then have another class. So, during that time, I was like, okay, what am I gonna do? So I'll, I listened to audiobooks. And I listened to a bunch of them. Uh, to Kill a Mockingbird. To End a Dream of Electric Sheep, uh, Dan Brown novels, and I thought, you know what, I have all this free time, I'm going to try writing something. So, my inspiration really was just time efficiency, <laughs> if that makes sense. Nice. I see. Um, I recall I wanted to, I first got into writing because I wanted to, I came up with a flash in this story. Well, there's a sort of flashing idea for a story called, uh, I thought, uh, The Watchmaker, I believe, I wanted to call, it was going to be called. And uh, I we read about the, we learned about the concept of deism in Western uh, civilization there, in history, in my yeah. class. And uh, essentially the analogy we that was used was uh, the watchmaker approach, really, where you just set it, where you set all the gears in place, let it run, and then just leave it alone. And uh, that was essentially what God was supposed to be in the concept of deism. And I thought, hey, I could write a story around that as God being a watchmaker. And then I started uh, trying to write a story and it didn't really go that well. So I then joined the creative writing elective the next year. And that's when I started getting into writing. Uh, actually, I think I have an earlier memory about writing, which mm. might be worth sharing. Sure. My my girlfriend in high school, she was a complete nether shit. She read nonstop. I think did, she read every single book in the library. Did you, Did you try to write her sappy poetry? Not poetry, but I tried writing a story. And she read it and she thought it was really good. That's what she told me, at least. Mm. And she was the type of girl that was like A, a stars in every class. Ah, 
I complete see. genius. So if I heard to say like something I did was super good, I was like, ah, that kind of stuck with me. So, even if she was bullshitting then, it, yeah, it affects you. Yeah. Have you, have you um, read a story? I don't know if it's called The Watchmaker's Daughter. Uh, I have, don't think I, I haven't really read that book. I haven't, I've read a, I don't read as often as I would like to. I have a mm. bunch of these books that are piling up. Like, uh, I think I have Dante's Inferno, uh, Dante's Inferno, like, uh, or, uh, the Divine Comedy sitting in my book, an old version of it, you know, the kind that you would find in a library. Yeah. In the old section, I also have Plato and such. I think I also have the entire Lord of the Rings, um, Dune, Battle Royale. I have a bunch of these books, but I don't read them. I like to collect the books, and then I forget to read them. There's this really good audiobook about Plato's... uh, Fuck, what was it? The Republic? I think that's correct. Mm. And uh, Socrates in it is a complete nutter asshole. It's definitely worth a listen. It's only a couple of hours, but you like Socrates, please. <laughs> I, I read, I the only audio book I've listened to fully, fully is um. Uh, it was the. Come on, it's coming to me. Uh, oh. The Alchemist, The Alchemist. Okay. Have you heard of that book? I have not, to be honest. I, I, imagine. Written by, I believe, a Brazilian guy. It's a story about this uh, shepherd who goes to the... Uh, Portuguese. To the de- goes Portu- to Egypt. Por- yeah. Um, I'm, yeah, he goes to Egypt and, to find the pyramids and um, for this treasure to fulfill like this... Uh, I can't remember what the exact term that they use, but it's a it's sort of like this uh, this sort of uh, destiny thing, except you have to choose whether to follow that destiny thing. By and, the look of the book cover, someone gets diddled in it. So, it's, it's worth all the reading. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, it's... I'm, I'm, I'm triggering him. <laughs> <laughs> and I got a different cover of the book, actually. It's like a 50th anniversary thing. I don't know. Okay. But yeah, I thought it was a fun book. But anyways. Uh... Yeah. yeah. Are you okay? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we don't I'd... want you to just stay there if you I'd just... Well, you guys are talking about your book stuff, and I don't have any idea, so I'm Well, you talk about your art anywhere. stuff, and I interject. You shit. Because I don't know anything about your books. I don't, that's why you ask also, questions, you fucker. Also, also I'm, you I'm watching my dog making making sure that he doesn't make a bunch of noise. Make a bunch of dies. How old's your dog? My dog is... Oh, God, how old are you? I think, like... The one that's sitting here is probably like seven. That's old for a dog, right? Yeah, they're what? all they're all um they're all related, so it's pretty easy to usually tell who's older and whatnot. 
I know Abby is. Oh, she's getting really fucking old. <laughs> old dogs. Old dogs are sad. <laughs> old latte dogs. Mm. How long till you quit the podcast? How long do, till I quit the podcast? Yeah. Typically, I usually go until I have no questions left. But no, I mean, the... I mean the, I mean like the whole podcast. Oh, the whole podcast. Oh. Yeah. I don't know uh, until until I have. Uh, until I find um, no one interesting left to interview. I usually go for... But usually I... I don't know when I plan on actually stopping the entire thing, but I typically uh, wanted to have this podcast to give smaller creators a chance to... Uh, just to expose smaller creators, but as also, you can see, it's an excuse you're larger than me. People. Yeah, yeah right. it's really nice. Yeah, yeah. It's like, uh, I get to talk to all these cool people that are super interesting. Yes. I'm not saying yeah, we're cool like, people that are super interesting, yeah, but I just I, mean it's it's a it's a cool <laughs> concept. Cool, I think you're a cool people that sounds interesting. Thanks. Yeah, love. you're. Yeah, I think you both are cool people who are super interesting. Aww. Nathan, you're. Pre- yeah, I like the ban- I like to banter in this episode. In episodes, I like it when. Ba- uh, I like it when you have a little bit of banter in the episodes, really. It's like, I recall in my Bet on Rats episode, uh, the reason why I like that episode so much is because of how funny the guys were and how cool the banter was, you could say. Yeah. Uh, they're folk punk band. They'll be, they do the intro if you actually listen to an episode. Just, yeah, yeah, I've, I've. Yeah, they do the intro and the outro. And uh, really cool guys. Um, uh, buy the album uh, Braille on Bandcamp. Um, barely. Yeah, folk punk guys. Which episode are they? Uh, they're the third episode. Bet on rats. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I. I re- they're really uh, really cool people. Uh, would highly recommend listening to their music if you're into like folk punk crossover hybrid bands that's a lot of different things send me a signed copy of their stuff in the mail okay signed copy of their stuff i don't have anything i haven't i want to talk to them a little bit i haven't t- really talked to them should talk to them in a bit yeah yeah why, why are you such a bad friend come on dude i know i'm such a bad friend this feels like a half asleep episode <laughs> <laughs> it's great. I love it. Anyway, hey, uh, if you want to do a podcast with me, that would be for you. But I wouldn't bead. I would be down. Anyways, I wouldn't bead. I would. Did you just say you wouldn't be down? I would be down, buddy. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, sure. We can have a you on episode. I don't mind. Uh. Yeah. Uh, it's fine. To get down. That's a dog. Yeah, adding scheduling in the middle of another podcast. Mm. I promise I'll be there on time. We'll see. I'll, I'll see, actually. But anyways, this crap gonna happen. But um, where can you see? Where do you see yourself in the future, by any chance? Um, what? I'm not very good at seeing myself in the future because I kind of just get lost. And then I'm like, oh, this would be cool if I did this and this and this and this and this and this and this. And then I end up doing nothing. And then it's the future. And I'm like, oh, 
didn't do any of that. <laughs> a, vic- a victorious leader plans for many eventualities before battle. A defeated leader plans for only a few. So, if you want to interpret that for your own uh, thing, and they what about the forgetful leader? Uh, the forgetful leader is, uh, is you can call the de- forgetful leader a defeated leader, isn't? But anyways, uh, there's. Did you know that this book, The Art of War? Um, is actually so adapted towards business models and such. Mm, yeah, for sure. Yeah. A a book written by a, a Chinese guy, I believe. Uh, so far... <laughs> <laughs> Any reason for this? <laughs> He just, for context of listeners, he just posted a veiny leg in chat. Scott. <laughs> no, the, <laughs> I these posted really are... veiny legs, and I said these legs are gross. <laughs> <laughs> they are gross, dude. They are. The art of war is. Thing is, you could say that like anything that's good, yeah. that's old school, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's like if you just say uh, type in art of war business, you'll. Here, let me see. Art of... My dog. Art of war business. Uh, uh, you, uh, six principle, you get things like uh, six principles of Sun Tzu and the art of business. Why le- business leaders are obsessed with Sun Tzu's ancient military and it cuts off. Lesson from that's, the art uh, of war. It's actually like know your enemy can be yeah. translated to learn... Learn their stock and like. Yeah. Um. I wonder how you can uh, translate this. In, uh. You know, thus, attack where you is unprepared. Appear where you are least expected. Thus you. And thus you see that in war, surprise is the key to victory. Are you gonna start trying to sell us copies of the Art of War? I recommend actually buying this book. It's a pretty is, interesting book. Is that some kind of like entrapment? Like it was all an ad. It's like you you show people doors of knives. Sponsored, and you're like sponsored uh, by <laughs> sponsored by Sun Tzu, a, a dead Chinese guy for thousands of years. I wonder if you get sued for saying something sponsored by a dead man. Um, I don't think you can get sponsored by a dead man. E, if if I because say you this can, podcast is sponsored by Abraham Lincoln, so long as it's in, the work is in public domains, I'm pretty sure I'm fine. And this book, I'm pretty sure, is well within public domain, so... Yeah. Also, Ku, did you... I know you're crazy about this stuff. Did you hear about the nip slip in Iromanga Sensei? No. Yeah, there was a nip slip. What? Yeah, Link. when she when she was leaning on uh, to go under the bed to look for something... Okay. Sorry. Her shirt, sorry, like, sorry, flopped down and... Do you, do you, do you prefer... Right uh, Duke? What do you prefer? Uh, depend. Uh, depends. Um. Uh, uh, yeah, I can go for Duke. Yeah, I usually can go for Duke. Yeah. Okay. Duke. Saying the latte dog each time is a little. Yeah. Uh, oh, I'm, this is fucking. The main awesome. reason why I. Is, yeah, the main reason why I. Call my character Duke Latte was just so. I could, for brevity's sake, really. Yeah. 
got to get those that SEO, you know. Mm. What's an SEO? Search engine optimization. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I'm familiar with those terms. Welcome I watch to social YouTube. media manager. I use YouTube all the time. They, I follow so many. I follow way too many commentary channels. It, that's all they talk about. <laughs> My views are going down, man. You should <laughs> upload more on YouTube. I should upload more on YouTube. I have an audio uh, uh, for a poetry reading done, but I don't. But I haven't prepared any video for it. It's just, I don't know. I don't know, man. I actually care about my grades in school. Was the nip slip on episode the newest episode, episode four? Uh, I think. Wait, four came out. I think it was on. It was. I think it was on three. Okay, because four came out five hours ago. Anyway, <clears throat> enough about that. Uh, being a weirdo on the internet. It's mm. really cool, though. Wait, mm. what is what is the question? Because I didn't answer it. Uh, let me see. Uh, Where do I see myself in the future? Yeah, the future. Ebba? Uh. Extremely famous. Super famous. Are you talking like James Patterson famous, or just, or um, like celebrity uh, Justin Bieber famous? I think realistically known. Uh, how about but or not like for mi- a long one, time. How about one known minutes? and feared. so like hundred hundred thousand subscriber famous. That's good. I think that's inevitable. Yeah. Or I mean, or if, you, if, you, if you put the work in. Yeah. If if you put the work in, if you optim like upload one video a day, ten minutes long, two mid-roll ads. Ten does... minutes every day for a video is harsh. Yeah. Not, uh, have you seen? Not, not if you record like on a weekend and publish it. Except these yeah. people record. Except uh, have you have you ever heard of the YouTuber I'm Alex? No. Um, is uh, have you ever? Do you know what I refer to when I refer to the word uh, uh, commentary cha- channels? Uh, I I automatically assume video games. You assume, uh, sort of. Do you know who Leafy is here? Is unfortunately, <laughs> I do. Yeah. Uh, imagine people who uh, can be a lot more and a lot less entertaining than him. There, you got your people who uh, use, a, who at one point used a similar format, but a lot of them tended to upgrade it to a, like showing their face on camera, and then a lot of them who used a d- that format and are even less charismatic than him okay. and boring. It's but, hard to be. Uh, less charismatic than like a rock. Mm. It's hard. Yes, but some people man- still manage to do it. But uh, yeah. Uh, so essentially, imagine people who talk about trending topics, or um, like My dog uh, goes being a baby. I need to let him out. Trending. I'll be right back. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, imagine people who talk about trending topics and uh, and pr- and other people as well. Uh, ever heard of Pyrocynical? Uh, yes, I have. Yeah. Uh, people like him, and uh, 
I'm Alex is one of the people who, you know, opts to show his face. Yeah. Uh, uh, like Pyrocynical has done in recent videos. And um, essentially he creates a 10 minute video every day, every, uh, every day of the week. I think puts two mid-roll ads in as well. And this is essentially, uh, the reason for this is because YouTube's algorithm and they won't, and a lot of these people won't stop talking about YouTube's algorithm, how it favors, <laughs> uh, uh, 10 minute long videos, uh, 10 minute long videos. The reason why is because after 10 minutes, you can put as many mid rolls as you want in it in terms of ads. Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, so he does, I believe 10 minutes, the, the meme is essentially 10 minute videos to mid roll ads or something like that. And, uh, he talks about something new every day. So I can only assume that he makes a new video every single day, uh, just recording audio, recording video, editing it somewhat I mean, together. If that's into your a job, it's not that hard. Yeah, it's not that hard, I know, but, um, yeah. But, but when when I say famous, like, I mean, I just try to look at the numbers, and I think gradually. Mm. For example, I like to use Goodreads reviews as, like, my, my, uh, how do you put it, goals. So, for example, for my first novel, I got 50 reviews. Mm-hmm. I think for the next one, I can get 10 times that, which is 500. And then for the next book, I can get double that, which is about 1,000. And I'm thinking if I do this for 20 years, eventually I'll be up there. Eventually. Or it's always the case that there just could be one project that spikes you. Oh, yeah. That one viral video. Check out Anision, for example. you, You never get that way unless you keep going there. Yeah. For example, with with Scorzy, it's more likely to happen to him, because think of a game like Undertale. Mm. There's an artist in there named Temi. We became remarkably famous because she did some art for the game. Oh yeah, I Scorzy's going Scorzy's going to be in that situation too one day, where he produces the right thing for the right person at the right time, mm. and just going to shoot him up forever. So, yeah, I re- I recall. Um... Uh, some when you some people like uh Camilla uh, have this series that is based on Undertale, uh, and that's really I would say it's an animated series that uh essentially helped get her started on YouTube really, really. yeah, and that's what people know her for, uh, her Undertale AU animated series, and um yeah. And I think I'm not entirely certain if the uh, same can be said for uh, Walking Melons. If you could, if you know who that is, no. I, I had her on the seventh episode, I believe, of the podcast. Um, yeah, uh, she on YouTube she does uh, mostly speed paint, uh, speed arts, and you know those things. You know those videos where you draw a yeah, picture yeah. and record your. Very, very clever thing to do. Yeah. If I just check here, um, I think her most popular video is an animated video for Undertale. 
but I'm not 